welcome back to the birth class podcast today's episode is a really fun topic um i'm gonna talk about manifesting your birth and also like using visualization to manifest your birth and i'm gonna give you two very specific things that i manifested with my second and third birth and it was totally unintentional well, maybe it was, it was unintentional with the second. And then I intentionally used visualization practices with my third. And I always share that story with my third, how I use visualizations. I manifested one portion of my birth. Um, and I didn't realize that I actually, or I forgot that I totally did that with my second baby too. So maybe not intentional, Maybe it was intentional. Maybe it wasn't unintentional. I don't know. Um, But I totally believe in the power of manifestation and that like what you focus on is where the energy goes. And I'm a little woo like that. Okay. So disclaimer, this might not be an episode for you if that all made you kind of roll your eyes. Um, So with my second baby, going into my second pregnancy, you know, I ha- I wasn't a doula yet. So I literally didn't know anything about birth and this, well, I shouldn't say I didn't know anything. I had already had one baby unmedicated in the hospital, but like, I didn't do much to prepare. Uh, I took that as like, Oh, I've done this before I can do it again, which I did, but it was also the birth where I felt the least supported. So I had a really supportive provider with my first that I got lucky with because, um, it was a group, it was like group, oh, group care. And so actually when I got to the hospital with my first, I had a really not supportive provider that was like really scary right off the bat, but then my favorite midwife came on. So she was great. Um, and I, I had a good experience with my first because of her. Um, and I was able to have an unmedicated, birth on Pitocin because of that midwife. So I wouldn't even say that was like a really great experience because I had to be on Pitocin, but, um, I went into my second birth and I didn't know anything. I didn't prepare in any additional ways and it was really less than ideal. I mean, it wasn't awful, but now that I know what I know now, I can like really see some, some, areas in that birth experience that were just like not not so great and were like typical hospital birth experiences and and really like that's what the experience with my first two like i still had an unmedicated hospital birth but like it could have been better like it could have been like my third which is what i call my my most magical birth experience but let me tell you what i manifested with my second baby so i totally manifested his birth date and let me tell you how I, so, you know, got pregnant and, um, I can't remember what we used for dating, um, because I had just come off of one type of birth control and this should be a whole topic for a whole nother podcast episode, but I decided to come off of my Paragard, which is the non-hormonal IUD to see if my side effects would be better on hormonal birth control. Like, obviously this was before I learned everything that I know now, because I would never, ever, 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 ever take hormonal birth control ever (laughs) 
and I was like willingly doing it, like going off of a, a non-hormonal to a hormonal. And for those of you that think that the copper IUD has no side effects, it totally does. Um, one of them being like very heavy periods. Uh, and I did experience that, but I also believe that I had chronic like inflammation. So like my face looks different now than it did then, I think because I had inflammation. Um, and it was gonna, and if you are inflamed in your face, your whole body is inflamed. So now I'm going like super off topic, but the point is that I'm mentioning this, um, birth control switcheroo was because I don't know exactly when the first day of my last menstrual cycle was when I got pregnant. So that's usually typically how we calculate due dates is off of your menstrual cycle F off of the, the day one of your last period, unless you're like trying to conceive and you've been tracking and you know, your ovulation date, you know, when you conceived, that's a more accurate date for you. But, um, we weren't trying to conceive. <laughs> Oops. Hopefully, hopefully my son doesn't listen to this podcast episode in 10 years or something. Um, but, uh, I really don't even remember how we calculated. I mean, I'm sure we went off of my last cycle, but I remember saying like, well, I don't know how accurate this last cycle is, is because I had taken the copper IUD out and then immediately had went on, um, I was trying the Nuvering and I used that for, I think two weeks. And then I was like, F this, this is the most awful thing I've ever experienced. Um, and then we got pregnant. So who knows if I got pregnant, like during that switch in between, um, like immediately after I took the IUD out, or if it was after I stopped using the, um, Nuvering and then decided, you know what, I'm just going to track, you know, I decided I'm just going to do, um, fertility awareness method, track my cycle and prevent pregnancy that way but then turns out I was pregnant. So my dating could be wrong, which I'm realizing right now, as I tell you, all my babies went past 40 weeks except for my second. But if my dating was wrong, that makes more sense, doesn't it? So all my other babies came in the 41st week. So back to the manifesting part. So I was given a due date when I went in for my appointment, whatever. And the due date was January 2nd. And me and my husband were both like, wow, that's cool. Like, what if we have a new year's baby? What if we have a new year's baby? And the other cool part, I mean, not that we wanted our, our son's birthday to be on a holiday, but the other cool part is that my birthday is February 1st and my husband's birthday is December 1st. And so how cool December 1st, January 1st, February 1st, how cool would that be to have another first baby? like super cool, right? So I even think before we knew that he was a he, I told everybody that my due date was January 1st. I just completely dismissed the January 2nd and changed my due date to January 1st. I mean, and I'm not even saying like, oh, I said to people, like my people, oh, when are you due? Oh, you know, the beginning of January. No, I straight up said, oh, we're due January 1st. Yep, we have a January 1st baby on the way. 
even I told when I went in for like my 20 week anatomy scan, they're like, oh, when's the due date? And I said, oh, January 1st, even though somewhere in my paperwork, it said uh, the second, I just, every single person, I said that my baby's birth due date was January 1st. And I love this part. It, It really tells you like how quick things can happen and how like early labor symptoms don't really mean too much. But on New Year's Eve, so we had went to my parents and celebrated and came home New Year's Eve and was, I was really hoping that like, you know, I was hoping I was going to go into labor that day to have my January 1st baby. And we went over to, you know, that whole day, nothing went over to my parents. And my mom was like, are you feeling any labor signs? I was like, no, <laughs> not really nothing. I remember even that day, um, going for a walk. Like I was at the park with, with my oldest daughter and normally every time I'd go to the park, I'd like walk like this specific park had like, has like a sidewalk figure eight kind of around the park and it would figure eight around that park. And I remember it was really windy that day. And I was like, so pregnant. I was like, screw this. I'm not walking. This is stupid. And I remember being in a really bad mood, which is um, pretty telling. Um, I remember getting in an argument with my husband about, I couldn't even tell you what now, but it's pretty, why I'm saying it's pretty telling is because with my third also, I had like an emotional breakdown 24 hours before going into labor. Um, Like I hid in my bathroom and I was crying and my husband had to come find me um, because nobody knew where I was. (laughs) So anyways, back to the manifesting. after we didn't stay till midnight um because we're like boring and old (laughs) so we like stayed till like eight o'clock and then we went home put my daughter to bed and my husband and i stayed up till like 11. it was like 11 o'clock and i remember at at like 10 30 or something one of my best friends texted me and was like labor 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 and i texted her back and i was like nope. (laughs) I was like, unless something drastically changes, I'm not getting my January 1st baby all disappointed. And then at 11 o'clock, I remember we decided to go to bed. We weren't going to stay up till midnight. And, um, I got up to like, get ready for bed, brush my teeth, go to the bathroom. And when I got up from the toilet, my water broke. (laughs) So labor did start. And, um, I did get my January 1st baby. I manifested that. (laughs) Um, And it was so funny because we, you know, called my mom and she had to come over even though we were just at her house and she came over and then we ended up, we were driving to the hospital because I I followed the rules. You guys, I'm not a rule follower anymore. As soon as your water breaks, you have to go in. And so I did that. But we were driving down to the hospital at midnight and like fireworks were going off. It was super cool. Um, But then we got to the hospital and they were like having a party. They were like in the middle of their party. Like they had like hats on that said like 2019 and um, they were eating like off like party plates, which (laughs) the nurse that I had when I got there told me just stay in bed. (laughs) She like told me to stay in bed and she told me that my cord could prolapse because my water had broken already. And we don't want that to happen because it's really scary. And she told me like a scary story to make me stay in bed. 
So she could go party probably and I wouldn't be annoying to them. So she could just finish her shift in peace, which is annoying. So anyways, manifested baby number two's birth date. So he's a January 1st baby. Um, and we did two, two first babies had a first baby as their first baby. <laughs> so that's what I manifested on that. And um, I literally just didn't believe otherwise. And it happened. So I, I talked about it all the time. I didn't use visualization with that one. I just, I put it out there that I was going to have a baby on the first and I totally freaking did. And then with my third baby, I was a little bit more intentional. And I visualized my birth almost every day. Um, we have a really great shower in this house that we live in now, um, which is a different house than we lived in with the other baby. And we have a great shower and it like has a little seat, like has like a bench. It's really big. And every time I took a shower, I imagined, and probably not the whole pregnancy, probably not until like the later half of pregnancy, but every time I took a shower, I visualized being in that shower when I was in labor. My goal, what I really wanted with baby three, because now I'm educated, right? Now I'm a doula. Now I understand the hospital setting. I had this, my second birth, which was like, okay, but not the greatest. And um, with my first and my second, I was there from like water breaking till baby being born. So I was there for a long time with both. And I absolutely did not want that with my third. And there's actually a a whole bunch of things they did to um, support that, to support one, a faster birth, a lower intervention birth, and two, to support not um, having my waters break before labor started. So I really worked on strengthening my sack of waters. Um, and all of that worked, like all of it. But part of what I visualized was um, staying home. So that was my goal. I'm going to stay home as long as possible. I'm going to labor at home for most of my labor. I'm going to go into the hospital and it's going to be fast. Like I'm going to walk in and I'm going to have my baby. And that's what I visualized every day. I visualized me being in labor at my home and being super comfortable and super at peace. And then two, I visualized me walking into the hospital, like ready to push out my baby. And that's basically what happened. <laughs> so my, my third was... Uh, my third labor was four hours long. So from, from the point of like, oh, I think I'm in labor to the, to baby being born was four hours. Um, and not to say I didn't like have previous times where I said, oh, I think I'm in labor. Cause I definitely at least one or two times before that had that thought like, oh, I think I'm in labor and then nothing happened. But from that thought that time where I actually was in labor to baby being born was four hours. So it was really fast because um, I had my bloody show and I was like, oh, wow, that could be, that could be things going. Like maybe things are happening tonight. And I like laid down with my son to put him to sleep and contractions started picking up there. And I was like, whoa, I, I really think that, that, that bloody show was like maybe the kickoff of my labor. And that was at 830 and she was born at 1236. So uh, I totally got that birth that I visualized. So now inside of Unmedicated Academy, that's one of the things I teach. I teach you how to like visualize your birth. Um, and so we talk about that when we talk about um, writing our birth plan is we also like make our ideal birth plan. So like, what is your, your dreamy, dreamy, dream birth? Um, 
And even if it's unrealistic, like how can we actually put some of those things into practice and then visualizing that like dreamy and practical birth um, and all of that, like before writing your birth plan and then writing your birth plan based on those things. So it's actually a three-step birth planning process that I do with the moms inside of Unmedicated Academy. And I'm constantly telling moms, okay, you know, to visualize what they want in their birth, because one, you just might get it. And two, it helps lower your stress, feel more in control, and it helps you focus on positive birth to help kind of block out some of the negative birth that we are constantly being bombarded with. So just a fun little episode on how I manifested two very specific things in my last birth. And I hope that this episode encourages you to take some time to really think about what you want in your birth and, and, and visualize it every day. Use that as sort of like a meditation um, to really rewire your brain to see positive birth and to really get the birth experience that you want. And while we're talking about birth planning, I want to let you know that I offer one-to-one birth planning sessions or like a birth plan audit session. So here's how it works. I have a free training um, that was free and you could sign up. It's retired now. It's like behind the scenes, (laughs) but it was a training on how to write a super strong birth plan. So when you enroll in Unmedicated Academy, you get that. But when you book a birth planning audit session with me, you also get that. So I send you that training. You watch through it on how to make a super strong birth plan. I give you my template. I give you a research checklist. Then you write your birth plan and then you have a call with me and we go over your birth plan. So this is more of the practical side of birth planning, not the um, visualization side of it. This would be like the step three, like let's get your birth plan down on paper for you to take to the hospital with you. And in our birth plan session, um, we go over your birth plan point by point and we talk about advocating for it. So I, I give you a little like insight into, well, this is easy to advocate for. And this one, mm, you might hear this from your providers, but here's what you can say, or like, oh, these are more alternatives for, for this intervention. You get a chance to ask me specific questions based on your pregnancy history and what's going on with you and what your preferences are. Um, and it's a really great little session, a mini session to have right um, before your due date, pretty close to like going into the hospital just to get that last little bit of preparation in. So if you are interested in that, you you just have to email me at lizzieballiger at gmail.com. Tell me you want a birth planning audit session and I'll get you on the books. I'll send you your free class and your birth plan template, your resource checklist, and we'll get you going on a super strong birth plan. <laughs>